It's a Punk Rock Classrooms podcast, season three, summer conversation series with Dr. Joy. Punk Rock Classrooms crew, on this episode, we continue our summer conversation series. Mike sits down with EduMatch author Dr. Joy. So here we go. Let's get to that interview. I am Mike, principal extraordinaire from Lansing, Illinois, and I'm super excited for our guest for this edition of the summer conversation series. Um, again, another fellow EduMatch author. Uh, I love talking to people in the EduMatch family. Uh, we have with us today, she's got two books out. Uh, one is called JoyWorks and the other is Back to Zero. We have the one and only Dr. Joy. Joy, welcome to our show today. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. I haven't uh, done this in a long, long time. So I know. Thanks. Like I was, I was a guest on someone's like a month ago. It's like, I was thinking like, oh, I, you know, I did run this podcast, my co-host Josh all the time, but I haven't been a guest on someone's in a while. When you sit down for the first time, it's kind of like, oh, wait, there is some, some ring rust here. Like I got to get back to it, but <laughs> yeah. no, it's, it's all good. You're, you're a pro. You'll be fine. So <laughs> for all of our listeners who might not know who you are, give us, you know, your elevator pitch, your, your bio, who you are in education. Um, and then, uh, then go right into uh you know your books um and let let us know about them because they're two books that that i like joy works is something that i want to get for all of my staff here Mm -hmm. just because of the message and kind of what it brings um so yeah I'm going to turn over to you. Go ahead. Tell us about sure, it. Who, sure. who are you? So the first thing I always tell people, because people ask me, like, why do you call yourself Dr. Joy? And so I always like to lead in with that. Um, when I was growing up, my dad used to call me Joy. And so it has a lot of sentimental meaning to me. But as well as, as I was an educator, it was the one thing I couldn't sustain, like, through many of the roles that I served. It's like, how do you sustain your joy? throughout your roles um, as an educator. And so I really began to work on that. And so that's part of um, why I do everything around joy because it's so important to our schools. And I've served as an elementary school teacher. I was in central office. I was um, a school administrator and now in higher ed. And through that, to me, the link the, the big thing is sustaining our joy so that we can bring joy to any role that we serve. And yes, I have two books, Joy Works, uh, Back to Zero. It's kind of like, I always call that, that's my heart. As an administrator, yeah. I just um, noticed how there was a lack of joy for students because they could not self-regulate and they needed support. And how can you have joy if you can't really navigate school? because it's so difficult for you. Right. And as a parent, my son was struggling with that as well. And so back to zero came from a time of real like 
hurt and, and pain watching kids not have joy, watching my own son not have joy in school. And so I wrote that really in mind of what if I could be like a little fly or a little bird on his back while he's in school having a hard time? What would I say to him? And those are kind of the words that, that book just sat there for about two years. Okay. As really like a poem that I wrote to him. And then um, when I really got into administration and really saw the need to help kids be able to sustain their joy throughout the day, I released it as a book. And then just through that process, um, reflecting on my time as an educator and some of the pitfalls I had with sustaining my joy, Joy Works is really a reflection of that and really how I had to learn how to put in the work, do the heavy lifting. And so that book includes a lot of my reflections, stories from other educators, but also practice activities and reflective questions for um, other educators. And my goal is to help inspire them on their journey through their own personal joy work, as I call it. I, I love it. I got goosebumps when you were talking about back to zero, because like my my own son, uh, he's going into eighth grade. He's he's struggled almost his entire school career. It actually wasn't until until middle school. Um, once we moved and we talked about moving before we hit record here, um, we moved right when my son was transitioning to sixth grade. It was the middle of the pandemic. They were remote. So but it was. It wasn't until his sixth grade year, and then when he transitioned back to live in-person school, um, he's actually finally like enjoys school. Like he's had opportunities, like hey, like dude, like you got the little sniffles, you know, it's it's the, you know pandemic, like you can stay mm-hmm. home. He's like, no, no, no. He's like, I took the test, I'm negative. Like I I want to go to school. Where when yeah. he was in, when he was in elementary, like he wouldn't want to. And um, so I I didn't like tell you this, but you know, what I am getting back, one of my goals this upcoming school year is uh, I'm getting back to reading a book to every class every month. And back to zero is going to be one of one of the books that I bring and share with share with our students so um thank you yeah yeah we'll we'll definitely have some ways to connect there and like i said joy works i mean you you remind me a lot of like me like Mm -hmm. i you've got like this energy and this enthusiasm and the passion and i love that your honesty and humility of saying like it wasn't always like this you know because i think especially like right now there's so many there's so many educators that aren't happy they they don't enjoy what they do anymore they don't enjoy um this calling we've we've had you know i mean i always call it like it's a calling like we didn't just choose this as a job um so I think like the messages you're putting out there is something that we need to, we need to get everyone to see like, look, yeah, you got to put in the work, but you know. Yeah, do the heavy lifting. It. And it's not like, I'm not saying every day is happy, joy, joy. Absolutely not. Right. And I used to always say, sometimes I joke with my sister. I don't even know why I'm qualified to talk about joy because I've had such a hard time sustaining it, but it's that tenacity and that passion that I have for that I'm never going to give up. I have the tenacity to have a joyful existence and work and look at my work through the lens of joy. And I will do everything to keep working toward it. And I know it's going to be a lifelong effort and I will never give up on my joy. And so that's where I'm with that. 
That's awesome. I love it. I love it so much. All right. So what, you know, we're talking this summer, you know, the educators, we do a lot of reflecting. We kind of look back at how the previous year went, um, you know, things that went well, things that didn't. And what can we do with ourselves to make our us uh, better? So, and, you know, so a lot of the things that I'm working on are not only going to help me in my professional life, but also like my personal life with my family and friends and things like that. So what's Dr. Joy working on right now? What are you doing this summer to improve yourself? Well, Dr. Joy may have a little bit of control issues. So <laughs> Dr. Joy is working on releasing control. And so that like was kind it. of like my theme. I call it the summer of joy because I realized how me trying to control so many things around me, it just sucks away the joy. And I was, it's literally like from the littlest things to like major events, you know, it's like you go into an added with an attitude thinking of trying to plan everything like 18 steps ahead. Right. And not being to an, not being able to accept when things go left or they don't go well and so for me i really said in like um i'm gonna take the time this summer to just enjoy special moments and i made myself like a five item bucket list okay ways that i wanted to like just dig in and one of the items was kind of big it was like i'm gonna go to new york and i wanted to see the show and my husband and i just came back this weekend from awesome Monday, go to new york see the show but i had to release a lot of control with that because i'm flying with my husband it's two of us going you know he he's not yeah. a big new york person so it's like i had to let him be himself and then enjoy the moment however he showed up so that was a big thing we had a wonderful time and then some of the items were just little like i wanted to finish a book with my daughter Whatever book she picked, I wasn't going to have control over it. She was going to pick it. So we're in the process of that. Um, I wanted to boogie board with my son because I used to do that with him when he was younger. And then somehow when you like little fears start keeping in, I don't know. You just oh, it's so true. Something. Yeah, I, I know. Like, sharks. <laughs> oh, I can't see the bottom of the ocean. So <laughs> I was like, before the summer ends, I'm going to boogie board with him. And so some of these things were just like, ways of letting myself go and enjoying the moment releasing control and being able to just like go with the flow and so that's my thing this summer and i would say i'm doing a little better with that yeah and um so yeah that was my my real focus this summer oh i i love that i that yeah everyone i've talked to this summer mm-hmm. I, when, when you're telling your what you're doing i always reflect i'm like there's I'm a pretty like laid back guy. Like that's my mm-hmm. wife. My wife says I'm too laid back sometimes. Um, and I wouldn't say that. I think that's like the, maybe the perception came out, but I think there's a lot of areas in my life where I, I do need to give up some of that control. Mm-hmm. And I could just tell by the stories you're telling, like going to New York with your husband to see a show, you know, finishing the book uh, with your daughter, like, how liberating they had to have been to just go and accomplish things. So that's awesome. I love it. Um, all right. I got one more question. Okay. We all, we, we love music and we love, you know, listening to things here on the punk rock classrooms podcast. So what have, have you been listening to lately? 
Okay, so for me, it's been all 90s music. Nice. Because that is just, for me, a joyful era in music. And so whether it's George Michael with like all his, my favorite George Michael songs were in the 90s, or if it's Lil' Kim, or if it's Biggie, or anything that was 90s hip hop, um, anything that was in that time, Paula Abdul, like to me, yes. or she might have been a little after the 90s, but anything that was in that time just makes me feel youthful. And yeah. so I've been listening to a lot of that, like if I'm taking walks, working out, or just around the house cleaning, because it's like, I know all the words, I can sing my heart out. And in fact, my kids were like, mom, can we collaborate on the uh, playlist for the car? And I was like, oh, you don't want to hear my old music. That's what it is. But it's just like, it just makes me feel youthful. And so I've been listening to a lot of 90s music. That's awesome. I love it. Uh, it's, I had a conversation. We were at my, my friends. We had a barbecue there the other day. He's got a nice pool in the backyard. Mm-hmm. He's really big in like 90s alternative music. And him and I were talking. He's like, now I, I, I do still listen to a lot of current stuff. You know, my kids keep me up to date. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I follow music. I lo- love all genres of music. And uh, so I try to stay up to date with all of them. Um, but he was saying, he's like, you know, I just, he's like, I can't get into like today's music. He's like, I don't understand it. But then he said, yeah. but he goes, think back when we were kids and this is what we were growing up and our parents said they didn't understand the music. Then he's like, I think we're, he looks at me, he's like, Mike, I think we're just getting old now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but I love it. I, I love nineties, but yeah. you can't go wrong. All right, Dr. Joy, uh, let everyone know, and we'll put all this in the show notes. How can they, how can, how can our listeners connect with you? Are you on mm-hmm. social media, things like that? Um, you know, where to pick up your books, all that fun stuff. Sure, yes. Everything is joyworkedu. So my email, joyworkedu at gmail. I'm at joyworkedu on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And I pretty much keep a um, presence on social media, posting different things. You can visit me at my website, joyworkedu.com. So those are the best ways to connect. My um, books are available on um, Amazon, both books, Back to Zero and Joy Works. Um, I'm doing a lot of work in or with organizations right now with both books. Back to Zero kind of turned into like professional development for teachers and more than what I thought it was ever going to be. That's like turned into a big thing for a lot of organizations with professional learning around the topic. So um, definitely you can get my website for those opportunities and connect with me in those ways. Yeah, you guys definitely want to connect with Dr. Joy. She she's just an amazing. If if you're not inspired from this conversation, I mean, I don't I don't know what to tell you then because she's she's someone you know that I look to where, like, all right, we can do this. Things things mm-hmm. are gonna be good. So, Dr. Joy, thank you so much for being with us today, and thank everyone you for else. Me. Oh, of course. We hope to have you back soon. All right, Punk Rock Classrooms crew, thank you for tuning in to this episode and hanging out with us. I really enjoyed the conversation that Mike had with Dr. Joy. Remember to check out her books. And of course, we want to remind you, we are going to be at Teach Better 2022 in Akron, Ohio on October 14th and 15th. We are part of Podcasters Row. We're going to be doing live shows. We're even presenting that Friday morning. You want to come and hang out with us. We want to come and hang out with you. So check it out. Be there. If you haven't got your registration yet, 
you can save $50 off your two-day registration if you go to teachbetterconference.com slash register and use our code punk rock 2022 that's all one thing no spaces so go to teachbetterconference.com slash register and use the code punk rock 2022 to save 50 dollars off your two-day registration uh you know you can find the show at punkrockclassrooms.com all the episodes show notes uh blogs poetry, all sorts of stuff over there or on your favorite podcast app. We hope that you're on your favorite podcast app right now. If not, go find it on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google if that's your thing. Subscribe, like it, rate it, whatever you want to do. Uh, you know that you can find the show on the uh, social medias at Punk Classroom. That's uh, on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find Mike and I as well. You can find Mike at Mike R. Earnshaw and you can find me at Josh R. Buckley. Thanks for hanging out, folks. We love it, and we will see you at the show. Podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. We'll see you on the next episode.